0: Welcome into the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my friend. Welcome into our podcast today. So great to have you here. And today I was inspired. I wanna talk about something we have never talked about on this podcast. And it came about because I was talking a few days ago to a friend of mine and he had some career regrets. He didn't really love his work and he really wasn't digging it and we were talking all about it. And it got me thinking, you know, sometimes we just want to move up, or we want to change our job. And you know, work is so important. It's so important because we spend so much time working, so much energy. And some people are blessed. Some people could just go to work and then come home and forget about their job. You know, And I've never been one of those people. To me, the lines blur. Actually, that's one of the reasons why I do this work, because it's not just, you know, you're not just a person in the office, and then you come home and you're a separate person. It all blends together. It all melds together. So when you're happy at your job, of course, you're going to be so much of a happier mom a happier person, and when you're not happy at your job, unfortunately, the reverse is true. It is very difficult to be a calm, peaceful, happy mother when you're miserable at work. I would say it's almost impossible. Unless you have a ton of skills and you're very, you know, you have your tools and you regulate yourself, It is so hard to separate work and home and, you know, just be miserable the times that you're working in the office and be happy at home. So rare. I do see it. I'm in so much awe of the people who are able to do it. So much awe. But it takes a lot of skills or it takes some detachment. You know, some people, they just don't care but that's a skill to detach. And let's talk now about fixing things. Fixing things, because what if you wanna grow in your career? Maybe you wanna make more money, or maybe you wanna shift careers. Today, I'm gonna teach you some things that maybe you haven't thought of. Maybe some of them you did. I think you're gonna find this conversation very interesting. And by the way, if you absolutely love your job, you're still gonna learn some things in today's episode because I'm gonna be sharing with you something I learned from a teacher of mine from a seminar I went to. And it's so good. It's so good. You're gonna love it. Let's dive in and talk about this. And I first wanna share with you something I learned from my seminar teacher. Her name is Dr. Kim. Dr. Kim, and I have her linked below. I looked her up and I was able to find her Facebook page. And oh my gosh, her class is so amazing. Words cannot even describe. I'm going to try to. Let me paint a picture. So when I first came into the class, she was sitting in the back of the room and she introduced herself to me. She's really nice. And how do I describe this? Her hair was big. It was very, very big. It was about the size of, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the room. It was immense. And she was wearing what looked like a costume. It was all black. As she moved, her skirt would move with her. She was wearing, I think it was boots. The way she presented was just... She was making an entrance. She wanted to show her personality. And I have to say, her personality was bigger than her hair. A lot bigger. (laughs) She was incredible. And if you ever get a chance to hear Dr. Kim talk, you must jump at it. Like, just run. Don't walk. Run. Because she is incredible. I'd say going to her seminar was like going to a Broadway show. It was just, it wasn't just learning, it was an experience. It was the whole way she talked, her mannerisms, it was just incredible. But here's the thing, it wasn't all just a show. Her insights were mind-blowing, mind-blowing. I learned so much, I don't even remember when I took her classes It had to have been more than a dozen years ago, and because of the way she delivered them, and because her messages were so different than I'd ever heard, I still remember them to this day. And I even found my workbook. I looked for it after writing up my notes for this course. I'm sorry, for this episode. And it was so mind-boggling. I was so happy that I found it. But here's the epiphany that I learned in her class. Here's what I learned. She said to us, she said, every workplace has rules. They have rules and these rules are unwritten, but yet everybody knows them. She says the people who succeed the most in the workplace figure out what the unwritten rules are and they follow them. So essentially she's saying, play the game. Play the game. That's what success is in the workplace. And it's so true. It totally opened my eyes because before she said that, I didn't notice that there were unwritten rules. Well, I guess I noticed, but I never thought about it consciously like that. That's why I was saying that even if you don't want a promotion, or you don't want a new job, this podcast was going to be very helpful. Because no matter how long you've worked there, there are unwritten rules. You know, I'm going to tell you a few examples so you'll know what I'm talking about. So here's a rule that's very, very common in the workplace. And that is don't hang out with people who complain. Oh, the complainers, right? Right every workplace has some people who are always complaining. And in many workplaces, if you hang out with these people, even if the people are lovely, lovely people, in some workplaces, you will be labeled as the same. And people will stay away from you because you're one of the complainers. So that that's an example. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you that's an example of an unwritten rule. Another example of an unwritten rule that's very, very common is to follow the chain of command. Follow the chain of command because I have to tell you, not many supervisors are thrilled when you go above them. Now, let's say in some workplaces, people may not care maybe people don't have egos or, you know, whatever it is, it may not be the same rule in your workplace. That's why your work is to notice what the rules are wherever you are. Wherever you are, what are these rules? And when you follow them, you look like a team player. Dr. Kim was so right. She is so wise, isn't she? Thanks to her, um always on the lookout for these unwritten rules for my clients. Because when we're sensitive to these rules, they move up. They move up so quickly. So have fun. Have fun noticing now. Now that Dr. Kim has opened all of our eyes up to this, have fun looking for them. And then you get to choose. Do you want to follow them or do you not want to follow them? That's up to you. And my next bit of advice is to keep learning. And I know you already know this, but you're also very, very busy and it can be very hard to keep learning. Me personally, I am so obsessed with learning. I actually think it's a hobby because I like it so much. And it may be a hobby for you too because you listen to podcasts. And people who listen to podcasts generally like to learn because that's what you're doing on the podcast is you're absorbing information. But what I'm learning is that sometimes I like to just learn things that interest me, but sometimes we also have to learn things that maybe apply to the workplace. I'll give you an example for myself. And the other day I was trying to do something in Microsoft 365. And this is embarrassing to say, but I realized I have no understanding of 365. I don't know where the files are stored. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I've been under a rock and I'm talking to other people and they seem to know what they're doing. So I was like, wow. (laughs) I need to learn. I need to get on the ball here. And my favorite way to learn is subscribing to these services where you can take as many classes as you want. That's actually how I met Dr. Kim. It was a company that you can take as many seminars as you want. But now I do it online. I don't have one in particular that I recommend. There are a whole bunch. So give them a try and see which ones you like. Let me know, because now you know that I'm obsessed with learning and maybe your workplace will pay for it. Why not? Why not? And then when you notice you're missing something, like I noticed I'm missing Microsoft 365, you can just at the last minute, you know, you don't have to plan for it. You could just go in and learn about it and then you'll feel so current, you know, whatever it is that your job is. There's often ways to be more current at it. And, you know, as a busy mom, there are pockets of time where we can still learn, you know, thanks to our phones, because even if you're folding a batch of laundry, you can listen to a class or watch a video. I say make this a priority. And whether you're looking for a promotion or not, you're just going to feel better about yourself. You know, nobody wants to feel like a dinosaur. That is not a good feeling. When I went into 365 and I realized I didn't know what I was doing, I felt, I felt like, I don't know, a different cohort, shall we say, a different age. And it was not a good feeling. So none of us want to feel that way. So definitely keep learning. Another thing you can do if you want to move ahead is consider perhaps taking on a brand new role in your organization, a new role. Maybe whatever it is that you've been doing for years and years and years, maybe try something different because I'm just telling you what I've observed. I did not look this up or say anything official, but what I've observed in many organizations is that people often move ahead when they shift their role just a little bit, or even a lot, (laughs) doing something totally different. You know, maybe you've done IT your whole career, maybe take a course in being a project manager, you know, something totally different, yet a bit related. I think this really works because people can feel stagnant in their careers. They feel like they've reached the top of their ladder and that's it. And then when they shift to do something new, but maybe something a little related, but different, they see more opportunities for them. Other people get to know them. Maybe they have a new energy because they're a little excited. Whatever it is, I don't know why but people seem to move forward once they do a temporary job or shift their job a little bit. So consider doing that. Another thing you can do is to volunteer to do things at work. You know, when you've already been working someplace for a thousand years, people know you, people know you, but times have changed and people are moving around a lot, a lot. I think What, every two years, many people find a new job? And it's hard for people to get to know each other anymore. It's hard for people to know you and for you to know them. So if you volunteer at random committees, it gets people to know you and you know them. But I have to warn you, because I do see people do this a lot. And it can look a little obvious, shall we say. It's pretty easy to spot the people who are volunteering just to network or just to get ahead. There's just something in the air and it doesn't look so good, right? So here's my suggestion. Volunteer, but please take a genuine interest in people. Genuine, no fake, right? Find something, a spark, something you really like about the person you're interacting with, and be genuine because when it's genuine, it's beautiful, right? It's an honest connection where, you know, you're making a connection. You're interacting with different people. It's so good. So good when it's genuine, when it's not, don't, don't even bother. <laughs> like if you don't have that ability to be genuine and you know that about yourself, don't do this suggestion. <laughs> not going to go well on a related note my next suggestion is to build rapport with people build a rapport with people i think this is the best way to get a promotion or a new job i have to tell you building rapport and here's the thing here's where most people make a mistake most people just build rapport with people above them now <laughs> that has a flavor of what we were just talking about where you know, people notice and it doesn't look so great. It doesn't look so great. But here's what I found. I find that when you build rapport with people at your level, at lower levels, at higher levels, that is a very genuine thing that you're doing. And here's the thing. People move around a lot. So what I've seen happen is let's say you're friends with somebody who's new to the organization. Maybe they're even just a summer hire and you just build rapport with them. You get along with them. You like each other. Maybe you have lunch once a week, whatever. And then much to your shock, this person stays in the organization and they move up and they move up quickly and you're friends with them bingo, you've done really well. So you can never go wrong building rapport. Never go wrong with it. But like I say, only if you're genuine. If you're not genuine, don't even. (laughs) Don't even. (laughs) That'll probably do worse for your career. I don't know, maybe it won't. I'm not an expert, but for myself and for the people I work with, we try to be genuine. Now, here is something, and you're going to love this. You are absolutely going to love this. But I did do research on this. And here's what I found out. Here's what I found out. And what I learned is that one way to actually not get promoted, and I can't make this up, can't make this up, is to work too hard. What? What? How is that possible? Working really hard should get you promoted. You know, (laughs) how is this possible? And of course, you have to balance this. You know, I'm not saying don't work hard at all. I'm just saying don't work too hard because here's what I found from my research. Let's say you're a computer programmer and you're really, really great at your job. You are so good at programming. You can program up a storm. It comes so easy to you. You absolutely love it. You were born to be a programmer and you work really, really hard. You work constantly in your office. You don't go to lunch with people. You don't build the rapport we were talking about. You put your nose to the grind and you work every minute you're in the office You are working so hard. And maybe when you come home, maybe after the kids go to sleep, you just keep working, working, working. No lunch, of course. You don't take a lunch break. You got work to do. And you really are born to be a programmer because maybe nobody else in the whole place can do things as complicated as you. You can program really complicated things. And everybody knows you're the hardest worker there. Nobody else does what you do. No one else gives up their lunches, works at night. You do it. You kill yourself. But here's the strange thing. Year after year, you're passed over for a promotion. Other people who are not as good programmers as you are, are getting the promotion. And they're not doing good work compared to you, Their work is really not good. What's going on here? And I have to say, I've seen this happen a lot. So when I did research and I saw this was, quote, a thing, I knew that this could happen. This could happen. And I feel really badly for the people who do this. And I don't blame them for feeling resentful. The ones who work so hard and then don't get promoted. But here's the thing. We all think hard work should result in a promotion. But here's the problem. First, you're not building rapport with people. You don't have time to talk to anybody. Your nose is in the grindstone. You are coding, coding, coding. So no one knows you. You don't have time to do any schmoozing. Nothing like we talked about earlier. You don't have time to volunteer. And knowing people is a huge, huge part of getting a new job. They have to know you in order to promote you or move you over. Okay? Another issue is that, and this is very, very painful, very painful to hear, but you may be too good at your job. Ouch. Too good. Your employer may not want to promote you because they don't want to lose you. You are a machine, right? You're getting so much done. If they promote you, who else is going to work like you work? Employers don't want to lose their best employee ever, even if it's to see that employee move up. Now, you may have some exceptional managers who will do this, and I hope you do because it's really not right. It's not right, but I'm just telling you what I read in the research, that this is what happens. And I saved this one last for my last suggestion because it's a bit of a downer, but it's also good news. It's good news because I'm talking to working moms and we don't have time for this. We don't have time or energy To be killing ourselves, maybe working unpaid hours in the evenings and weekends. And to know that, you know, it may not even help you get ahead. So for what? For what? And again, every workplace may be different. So maybe your workplace, you don't have this issue. But like I said, from my research and from what I've seen talking to other people, this is pretty common that the hardest workers often are not the ones who get promoted. Now, I don't want to leave on a downer. I'm curious to hear which of these suggestions really resonated with you. I'm wondering which ones you're going to do. And maybe you're going to do more than one. Maybe you'll ease up on the time you're donating to your office where you're not getting paid. And maybe you'll also learn some more maybe do some volunteering, whatever it is, I wish you so much success. And I hope this episode inspired you. I hope it inspired you to take a fresh look at how you can grow your career. Because if you're a busy mom, you do not have the time to work weekends and do all the things that aren't working to get you promoted. And keep Dr. Kim's advice in mind and be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for those unwritten roles. It's so fun to look for these unwritten roles and see who's following them, who's not, what happens when people don't follow them. So interesting. Thank you for listening today. And I wish you so much success, both in your parenting and your work life. It just creates so much more joy and happiness when you're happy at work. You know, there's no comparison no comparison. So I hope you're happy at your job. And if you would like a promotion, I hope you get it. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening.